Hello, hello, hello. So before I go into today's kind of Christmas episode, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast in 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019. So I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has listened to it. And so today's episode is based off the Q&A that has kind of come in from my one-to-one clients and also on the female fat loss group, which is currently running. So if you are interested in working with me on a one-to-one basis, there is a link in the show notes, but there's also, you can pop me a DM. And if you are interested in working with me on the Female Fat Loss Program, which starts on the 9th of January, and the price is 169 for six weeks, tailored program, tailored nutrition, recipe books with my fitness pal friendly recipes. You will get weekly check-ins, weekly Q and A's, and you'll get hands-on approach, a way to break away from the all or nothing mindset. You will be surprised some of the changes that are happening right now in the current group and other groups that have happened as well. The, the changes have been absolutely amazing. So this episode is based on kind of the correct, the questions that have kind of come in for Christmas and it's how to kind of approach Christmas in the next kind of couple of weeks, uh, in my opinion, and we'll, hopefully you enjoy the episode. So here is the Q&A that kind of came in on Christmas. Hey everyone, so I'm really, really excited for today's Q&A. So this is going to be mainly based on kind of what Christmas and kind of a lot of people are kind of freaking out about kind of the, the Christmas season, the festive season. There are other episodes that I have done on this over the years, including ones with kind of Brian Keane and a good pal of mine, Jamie Wright. And it can be a kind of a stressful time for some people. It can be a time to enjoy. And I really do hope that everyone does have this, is the first normal Christmas in three years, realistically, because of the kind of the, the pandemic that we had been in for the previous two and it is important to kind of be able to kind of enjoy yourself. And this is this is kind of like my opinion. This may not be evidence-based. This may not be of use to you. It depends on where you're kind of coming from. It depends on what you want to do. And I think sometimes this approach can scare people. And one of the big things that I would kind of recommend is kind of not dieting during the holidays. Obviously, if someone is kind of a bodybuilder or someone who is doing a photo shoot prep or whatever it may be, and that's their prerogative and they've got that kind of in January or February and they're dieting towards that, if someone's got an MMA competition or a weight kind of competition or a boxing match, then it's very, very different. And I'm not really talking to those people. What I'm talking to is the people who I work on a daily basis who are people who are trying to improve the relationship with food, who are trying to understand the fluctuations in the weighing scales who are trying to break that yo-yo dieting background remove that all or nothing mentality that they have the perfectionist mentality that they have and christmas is described as the most wonderful time of the year that's what it's meant to be and this means that we're all in kind of full holiday spirit and eating and drinking is a very big very big part of this in a way this may not fit into your normal kind of routine, your healthy lifestyle completely. And that's important to look at as well. And it could be very tempting for some people. And I've had clients previously before kind of saying to start or continue crash diets around this time. And I wouldn't encourage people to diet themselves harshly at any time of the year or with a fat diet or a quick fix at any time of the year. But it's important not to kind of potentially don't diet towards kind of coming up to Christmas because it's going to be a little bit harder for you because there's a lot more temptation around the house. There's a lot more alcohol around the house, there's a lot more festivities, a lot more people coming around. You're out for more meals and 
this ha- this season kind of goes hand in hand with eating a lot and I love to get I love getting together with friends and family and particularly with kind of the last few years that it's important to enjoy that food and all this food will probably make us eat that a little bit more and there's nothing wrong with that what can kind of make things a little bit more awkward is when we guilt and shame ourselves into afterwards so generally guilt means we have done something wrong and if you think of it like a court case if someone has done something like robbed a house or worse they get found guilty in court and they get put into prison but the overarching element of it is shame and shame means i am wrong for having eaten this food that's essentially what you are saying to yourself when you have food guilt now that has been taught to you from somewhere that has been taught to you from various different clubs that has been taught to you from your maybe your adolescence or your childhood that you were given certain foods as a positive kind of reinforcement and taking it away if you were kind of naughty or whatever and you may eat food in silence and stuff and that's very different conversation to have and i would probably say to not be restricting yourself in towards at any time of the year but particularly around Christmas and saying, right, I'm going to be good today. When essentially what I'm being good today actually means is I am going to restrict myself. And if you look at every approach that you have taken, there's been two main themes at play. One is the mindset that you currently have. And the other one is probably restricting. Restricting the likes of carbohydrates, restricting the likes of chocolate, restricting the likes of alcohol or whatever it may be into your routine. And as soon as they kind of come back into play, or come back and into feature into your routine well then what's going to happen is you're going to overeat that's a normal response if someone tells you not to press the big red button what's going to happen you're going to want to press the big red button so one of the big things i would kind of recommend about kind of not to, to diet during the holidays and is kind of going into more of a maintenance phase and it's kind of I'll start with a different approach first because I think that might be a little bit too too kind of too difficult for some people to understand first. So it's going to be super hard to be keeping on routine during these moments. And if you're having more drink, your mood will go a little bit lower. You're going to have a little bit more food, whatever it may be. But being on a strict diet means you're going to take out foods that you want to enjoy. And you'll end up overeating. You'll end up potentially creating a little bit more weight gain because you're doing that and then you'll be a little bit more stressed and a bit unhappy you won't be able to enjoy things so one thing that you could do is giving yourself a break from that nutrition and exercise plan and i've been speaking to clients and preparing themselves for this for the last two or three weeks kind of towards the end of november mid to end of november we're kind of talking about that we're probably not going to be dieting for the last two weeks coming up to christmas and there was a little bit of bite back from some I was saying I want a diet and I was like if you want a diet let let you can if you want but my my advice would be not to and then it's kind of like when I'm out for more meals and I'm kind of like yeah so that's probably why it's going to be a little bit more different and it's important for you to look at it from a point of view of dieting is difficult enough to do without the other lots of meals out a lot more alcohol at play and Christmas should be a time for relaxation, should be a time for fun, and should be a time for no pressure. That's what essentially Christmas should be. 
So for you to put pressure on yourself of these unmet expectations or unachievable expectations on yourself of I'm going to stick to my calorie diet, my deficit, I'm going to restrict myself into oblivion, whatever it may be. It's it's not a healthy mindset. It's that all or nothing mindset in there that is, 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 that is at play for you. And what a lot of people can, what a lot of people tend to focus on is kind of like the week or two weeks around Christmas and they forget about the other 50 weeks five zero weeks in the rest of the year and they forget those other 50 weeks and not focusing on those other 50 and they only focus on the other two weeks or overindulgence and say it's going to unru- it's going to undo all my progress but if you had been do- if people have been doing the work on the relationship with themselves relationship with food on those throughout the year then they're in a stronger position to manage the christmas but if we keep going for these fad diet restriction diets all the time throughout the rest of the year then that same cycle may repeat itself so dieting is tough enough from a mental perspective already from a physiological perspective a psychological perspective already rather than having all these extra foods around the houses comfort food around the houses so it could be a time for you to just aim for regular meals. It could be a time for you to have what you want to have. And I know one of the clients came up with this idea um, after having a discussion with her and she was kind of saying, I'm going to have a reset day. And what she meant by that was that she's going to have a day in her calendar where she's going to reset. She's going to have a few days where she's going to have a lot more food or whatever I mean because she's going to be present with family she's not going to it's not a way about a cheat day it's not about doing the dog on it or I'm off plan or whatever it may be it's like well I'm no I'm just going to be present with my family and then I'm going to have a day where I'm going to reset for myself that I will be able to get back to what I had normally been doing and I think it's a great way to look at it and a reset doesn't mean that I'm going to restrict myself or I'm going to go to 1200 calories for a couple of days that's not what she means it's going to go I'm back going to go back to what I had been doing previously which was in a slight calorie deficit and use that as a tool for me to get back to where I want to go that could really really help you another question that kind of came in a good bit was should you be counting calories during Christmas completely up to you I probably wouldn't encourage it for most people I wouldn't encourage it for 99% of people I work with I really, really wouldn't. I just feel it's too difficult to count calories because you don't know what's in the food. Two, it takes away from being present with those around you. Three, if you're drinking, it's going to add up quite quickly. If you are having a lot more sweets, it takes away from the enjoyment of the actual sweets that you are having. And isn't Christmas a time to ponder, to reflect, to look at the rest of the year? rather than trying to beat ourselves up for not matching up to expectations. And some people will use MyFitnessPal as a way of control. But the ironic thing about MyFitnessPal is it sounds like the app is in control. You're not in control. The app is telling you what to do. And that can scare some people. So would I count calories? I probably wouldn't encourage it for most people. I just don't see the benefit of counting calories around Christmas it's going to be too hard to do it and a lot of people think that's a perfect tool it's not a perfect tool 
like a lot of people will enter out of my fitness plan and go on and lose two pounds of weight loss a week and then end up on a magic number of 1200 calories like, it's not a magic number it's a crutch it's a it's a silly number for most people yes there are people who are shorter in height and may need those numbers but for the vast majority of people they don't need those numbers but my fitness pal is a tool that can be used in the right hands but i don't know if it's the right time to use that tool for a lot of people we are going to eat past fullness at christmas and that's okay but we still need to kind of eat throughout Christmas rather than having like massive uh, massive periods of no food after having maybe your two Christmas dinners and your sandwiches that I love looking forward to on Christmas evening is chilling around with my family, watching a Christmas movie and having a Christmas sandwich then that night and having a drink or whatever it is with my family. I like that's what I that's what I associate with Christmas is that chilling out on the evening on that couch just chilling out with my family that's what i love about it but then to have that pressure of counting calories on top of it that would take away from the moment this is my personal opinion of course i could have bias on this and that's okay too but i just don't see the benefit for an awful lot of people what could help you is having a day where you're kind of having a reset day and going back into what you had been doing and that could help a lot of people. I know it's helped a lot of people previously. And that could be the 28th. That could be the 29th of December. It depends on your working. depends on what you're doing. Or you could leave it until the new year. But you are making it hard. You could, make it, you could end up making it harder for yourself by pushing it and putting it on the long finger. So if you've been consistent before Christmas, I want you to be consistent and do the opposite of what you normally do after Christmas, which is restrict yourself into mass destruction potentially having a reset day and going back to what you had normally had having your normal calories that have been set to you not having those superly low calories but going back to what you had been doing could aid you a lot more this could be the christmas for you and the new year for you where you kind of break that i'm going to be good this year i'm going to be good this week i'm going to be good this january and going back into that whole thing of i'm going to go into very low calories cut out all carbs, cut out all sweets, go to the gym six days a week, and then after week one, you've given up completely. Before ask, before going into the new year, I'm going to be using Christmas, and I've already started doing this. I've used, I'm using Christmas as a way to kind of reflect on the last year. I went five years in business in January, which is frightening. And I'm reflecting on those previous five years. And what do I want to achieve in the next five years? But a way that people can kind of reflect on kind of Christmas and kind of is setting goals for yourself. And I talk about the five F's, which is finance, focus, family, fun, and fitness, fitness, family, focus, fun, finance, and set a different goal for each of those and have a leverage for one of those. So a finance goal would be potentially having a summer holiday for in the summer how much money do you need to allocate each month to get to that summer holiday a fitness goal could be right i'm going to hit the gym three times a week for 12 weeks so that's 36 sessions in those that could be really useful and then if you miss one session you just kind of go back for it and setting a realistic number it could be two sessions rather than trying to say to yourself i'm going to be five sessions a week i'm going to be six sessions a week that's not going to happen realistically 
and you don't need to be training that much anyway. I had a, I just had a consultation with a, uh, one of the, the group members here who's going into the one-to-one and she's looking to continue her journey. I'm very excited for it. And her expect, she, she is from previous programs she's tried. It was an hour and a half long sessions. Well, we brought it back to, down to as a, as a busy mom and with the 10 month old kid as well is bringing it back into like 20, 30 minute sessions, two or three times a week. Ease the pressure off, a lot more consistency and a hell of a lot more different and better results. And that client is absolutely smashing it. And if she's listening to this, she knows exactly who I'm talking about. Another main element could be having a keeping your routine. Like I know for myself during Christmas, I'm still going to be getting my walks in. I'm still going to be probably training in the gym three times a week. That's the most I want to do at the minute. I just don't feel I have any more need to do any more. But some people want to train four or five and that's okay. Some people don't want to train at all. That's okay. It's about not shaming yourself into it. If you want to train and if you don't want to train, that's okay too. If you don't want to walk, that's fine. If you want to walk, that's fine. But keeping some sort of routine for yourself could make it a little bit easier. Having your regular meals, going for a walk, meeting up with friends. It could be a time to get away from the family if they're wrecking your head as well. Could be time to spend with family as well, going for a walk, going for a hot chocolate, going for a tea or a coffee or whatever it may be, going for a swim. It could be something. Keeping some sort of routine could really, really help you. And it's not about kind of like the big shift in people's headspaces when you what i'm about to say is this could be misconstrued with the training this could be the time to use that extra fuel as kind of a way to push yourself and have more energy in the gym obviously calories give you more energy the more calories you're having the more energy you may have depending on the types of food obviously and that could be able to push your sessions out a little bit more now that's not about earning that's not about burning that's not about undoing or anything like that with your training about burning the calories off or earning those calories that you've eaten or any of that kind of stuff it could be a way to have that more energy and, and push yourselves in your session your sessions potentially go for a pb in a squat or a bench press or whatever it may be and that could be utilized for you if you're keeping your training routine or you could simply just go right i'm going to go for a walk for my mental health to ease my digestion to reduce that bloating feeling that you're maybe having some sort of movement even if it's 10 15 minutes could help you to feel a lot better mentally and physically obviously if it's icy like it is at the moment the time recording this podcast please make sure that you are being safe another element that kind of comes in is regarding the weighing scales if you are somebody who has not a, not a healthy relationship with the weighing scales it's important to look at make 2023 the year that you get your head around the weighing scales because it is a piece of plastic at the end of the day it's 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 literally sitting on the floor it makes mean it means nothing and when you step on the weighing scales essentially what it what it means is what you make it mean when you want the weighing scales to go down what you're essentially looking for is validation it's not the weighing scales to go down it's validation for your efforts. Have I stuck to this? And that could be a better way for you. So rather than shaming yourself saying, I'm not worthy of this, I'm making this number mean I'm a bad person. That's probably been taught to you from somewhere so you can't unlearn it. But why not, rather than putting 
all the pressure on step on a scales after Christmas or after Stephen's Day or Boxing Day, depending on where you're listening to this. Maybe stay away from the scales for a few days and get back into your routine and then maybe step on the scales if you want to do that. If you don't want to do that, that's okay too. Like I have no weighing scales in this house. I have no idea what I weigh. That's my approach. That doesn't mean it's the approach for yourself. And like, I think that's on average... I think it's like people will end up eating maybe, I don't know, five to 6,000 calories a day on Christmas Day of food. And that's probably around three, three and a half thousand calories more than what they would normally eat. But it's one day in your year. It's one day in 365 days. It's two days in 365 days. It's not going to undo anything. It's not going to derail anything. But if you're dieting really, really hard into Christmas and expecting to have a decent relationship with yourself, decent relationship with food, it's important to make sure that you're not trying to do that. It just won't work very well. So a really simple tool that you could do kind of coming up to Christmas, this is going out maybe 12 days before Christmas, 10 days before, 11 days before Christmas. If you have... Rather than counting calories kind of coming into it, if you want to count calories, you can. If you don't want to count calories, you don't have to. Some way that can help with, with some of the clients that I'm working with at the minute is how many meals out have you got in the next next seven days? All right, so you're don't count, you're not counting your snacks here, but you've got breakfast, lunch, dinner. So you've got three main meals a day. You've got seven days in a week. So there's 21 main meals in a week. How many of those are out? All right, I'm out for three meals in a week. Okay, brilliant. You may have more, you may have less. So why not focus on those 17 or other other 17 or 18 meals in a week and focus on the, those and getting them nailed? But people will be like, well, the other ones are going to kind of outdo or undo or are going to be way over calories. But it's a very finite window. It's not going to be a huge difference in anything that you do. Like I know myself, my social calendar is quite busy now and it's nice to have that again after Christmas I know in the next kind of seven days or next 11 days I've got a lot of meals out but it doesn't mean that I drop routine it means that I'm still going to the gym three times a week it means that I'm walking every day obviously if the ice um, and I feel safe on it my football training has eased off so I'm just kind of easing back a little bit on the food and reducing that a little bit because I don't need as much because I'm not kind of training as much but what I'm not when I'm just winning the next meal I'm going back to what I had been normally doing but I, that's the that's the train of thought that I am in that's the that's the habit that I've created for myself and a lot of people aren't there and I don't want to talk down to people I don't want that to become the appro- the approach but if we keep trying to like diet our way into Christmas with a poor relationship of food and foods, it's 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 a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe to not enjoy Christmas. It takes away from the experience. It takes away from what you and what you want to do and what you enjoy. So probably don't diet into Christmas. Counting calories, I may not recommend for most people have a reset day where you're going to just kind of get back to what you normally had been doing keeping some sort of routine stepping away from the scales 
And the last one is don't punish yourself. It's normal to overeat at Christmas. A lot of people think that overeating is only for negative things. Overeating happens at Christmases. It happens at birthdays. It happens at Easter. It happens during the summer. It happens at happy times as well. But it's what, what you make it mean of shaming yourself, punishing yourself. I don't deserve this. These kind of sentences that kind of come in. But that's been taught to you. It's your way of defending yourself potentially if you've had grief, trauma, bullying on in life earlier on in your life. So don't punish yourself for overeating. Don't try to do endless amounts of cardio for days after trying to undo anything or try to earn your dinner the next day. You'll be there for hours one and two, there are bigger issues at play if that is your where your head frame is at. You probably need to go and talk to someone about it and get the nitty get down to why that is happening for you. It's not about undoing anything. Because if you're undoing anything, you're undoing the memories that you've made with your family, friends. You've undone Christmas. That's the way to look at it. You're undoing the the time of the year where everyone kind of comes together. People are coming home for the first time in three or four years. So don't punish yourself. It hasn't worked ever for you before. So why do you keep doing it? You deserve to give yourself and your body some food. You deserve to give your body a little bit of a break. Like if you've been dieting hard or restricting, you need to give yourself, and I wouldn't encourage any of that approach, but you need to give yourself a mental break. Dieting is hard already. And this could be clarified as a diet break. A diet break means they probably should be done every 12 to 14 weeks. You shouldn't be on a diet all the time anyway. So this could be a chance for you to go into a maintenance period and then after two weeks of whatever it may be or a week or whatever, however long you want to make it out to be after your reset day is set. Potentially, that could be your maintenance period and then you're kind of getting ready to go back into it in the new year or whatever day you have set. But too many people try to shame themselves or punish themselves after overeating at Christmas. You're punishing yourself for being human. And if you break it down like that, it's quite a powerful sentence. You shouldn't be wanting to fear or shouldn't be fearing those few extra calories. You may be more bloated. You shouldn't be obsessing about how you feel over Christmas or whatever it may be. We're going to, all going to feel a little bit tighter in our clothes around Christmas. That doesn't make us a bad person. We also haven't been eating in our normal eating pattern or we may not or we may have. Who knows? But you may, like if you're walking, it will reduce the bloating. If you're drinking water, it will reduce the bloating. So it's important for us to make sure that you are looking after your welfare, your mental health by not trying to diet, by potentially not counting calories having a set day, keeping some sort of routine, not stepping on the scales because expecting it to not go up or say sentences like, oh, it didn't go up as bad as I thought it would be. You've no control over the scales, but you have control over what you make it mean. And the important thing is don't punish yourself. 
as I said early on and I've said a couple of times is this is a season this is the first Christmas in a long time where we get to enjoy ourselves it's important for us to be present with those around us who we may not have around us it's important for us to make sure that we get to enjoy it but if you're restricting yourself into Christmas and expecting it to go very well, it's kind of like slashing your tires before you start to drive in your car. It's not going to end up very well, particularly in this icy weather. Look at doing the opposite and fear will ramp up for you. Fear could ramp up for you. Fear is normal. As Ryan Holiday said, Fear is the one thing that we all have in common. It means you're getting out of your comfort zone. It means you're getting uncomfortable. And through being uncomfortable, growth happens. Prosperity happens. It's important for us to look at the every other approach that you've ever taken and ask yourself, why do I keep doing it this way? You probably associate, well, every time I lose, I cut carbs or I cut chocolate out, I've lost weight. No, you've lost weight because you've in, kind of brought in a calorie deficit and you just associate it with doing those one or two things. Of course, you're going to lose weight if you cut out a food group or you cut out the sweets and the food that you enjoy on a daily basis. But it's making life harder. Life is harder already. And then you'll end up craving food. And a lot of the feedback coming back from my one-to-one clients and my group clients is I'm not craving anymore. I'm getting to have the food I enjoy daily and I don't want it anymore. It's building that trust around the food. So this could be a time for you to reflect on what you want out of 2023 as well. Not doing a quick fix, not going some skinny detox tea, carrot licking contest or some stupid shred or whatever it may be in January. It could be the time for you to kind of say, right, this is the time for me to invest in myself. This could be the time for me to sit back, take a pause and say, right, what do I actually want out of the next 12 months? What do I need to do to get there? Do I need to improve my relationship with food first? Do I need to replace myself? Do I need to kind of do work on myself first and go to counselling some uncomfortable questions may need to be asked use Christmas as a time to reflect use Christmas as a time to sit back and say right things may need to change here like I'm not going to sit here and put my hand and kind of like sit on my ivory tower and say my life is perfect it's not I'm in a very content space right now But there are days where I feel low. There's days that I don't want to do X, Y, or Z. But I'll always ask myself, what do I need right now? And ask yourself that question. What do you need right now? What You probably feel around food that you feel safe with food. Food's been your constant comfort for a very, very long time. It's always been in your life. Whoever's left, if there's been bereavements or grief or trauma or friends leaving or whatever it may be, food has always been there for you. And you feel unsafe in the knowing that in order to deal with your things, you need to potentially let go of that power and that crush that food has over you. 
and use it as a way and a tool of addressing things kind of going on for you internally or whatever it may be. So if you are someone who's coming from a yo-yo dieting background, would I encourage dieting? No. Would I encourage counting calories? No. Would I encourage most people to do it? It depends on the goal for the individual. If you've got like a performance goal or a competition or a photo fitness photo shoot or whatever it may be, this like I'm not really talking to those individuals. So I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent and stuff like that and I will do another episode. I'll see if I'll do another episode kind of in and around Christmas, but we have some cool episodes coming out. We've got another client episode coming out next week, which I'm recording straight after this. And it's important to look at what have you done every other Christmas? Restrict. Has that gone well for you? No. So if it hasn't gotten well for you and hasn't worked for you, why do we keep doing the same thing? It's because it's we associate things. We feel safe doing that. It's the only way that we know how. But maybe look into your goal in January if you're in a financial position to do it. There are coaches who are cheaper and have programs that are cheaper than others. There are coaches who are more expensive. doesn't make them any worse or whatever it may be. And if you're in a position to invest in yourself, do and I'm, I'm loving the fact that there's welcome calls happening for my one-to-one clients already that are coming in and starting up in January with me. I love that they're in that train of thought for themselves. And they're really thinking about their goals. And it's those kind of things that are coming in and the messages from them. It's like, I don't want, I want to get out of this all or nothing mindset. I don't want this to be another year of where I haven't put myself first. I don't want this to be another year of everyone else comes ahead of me. I want this to be the year where I'm getting married. I'm, I'll be getting pregnant. I'm feeling the best I ever have. They're making it the year for themselves. So I really do hope you found this episode useful. If you have, please do share it up on your story. Please tag it friends tag me whatever it may be up on your stories i do really hope that you have found it useful i've gone off on a little bit of tangents kind of talking about new year new me which is a little bit is a big pile of shite but i really do hope you found this useful and if uh, there's one episode coming out on the 27th but you may not listen to that so i wish you the very very mess very best christmas and the merry christmas for you and your family if this is the last episode you listened to in 2022 thank you for all your amazing support over 2022 the stats that kind of came through from the spotify thing or spotify wrapped was was mental and blew my mind and just thank you for that and i really do hope you are put in the two other christmas episodes into the show notes that you can listen to those if you want one with brian i think one with jamie there might be another one as well because it's the fourth podcast fourth christmas of the podcast there might be four episodes i can definitely think of two in my head but there might be more i know one of them will be raw because it will be the very first or about third or fourth episode i've ever done so i hope you've enjoyed the episode i hope you found it useful and i will talk to you very soon